It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. What up, Wednesday? Wednesday. Uh, congratulations to the one lucky ticket for the Mega Millions sold in Florida. Mm. Now we can stop talking about this in every break. Casey, It's rejoice. really just you. I actually forget that this is happening, and every day Remy comes in with the updates. I just, I, well, I feel like you forget about a lot of things that happen on a daily basis, but this is like the biggest jackpot ever. I can't believe you haven't been paying attention to it. It's crazy. Because I'll know if we win. <laughs> like, I, I will know if I get that call, then I'm good and I never have to come back to work. But until yeah. then, I'm just keep coming back to work. We did not win. Unfortunately, one winner in Florida will be taking home a lump sum of like $750 million or something. Mm. We didn't even have any million dollar winners in Missouri or Illinois. So we kind of struck out there. There's that then. Yeah. There were some million dollar winners along the way in Missouri and Illinois, but not for the big ones. So unfortunately, we are still here. For us and for and you. we will be here. <laughs> and we will be here for the foreseeable future. We've got Carly Pierce tickets in the big three today. That'll happen at 8 o'clock as it does every day. Your chance to win those tickets. Good morning. Thanks for hanging out. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. Jake Owen made a big post on social media the other day. And you know Jake Owen can sing the heck out of a drinking song. But in his personal life, he's nearly two years sober already. So on Monday, he shared a series of Instagram stories, slides, celebrating his progress and explaining why he decided to give up alcohol, basically saying like he doesn't consider himself an alcoholic, but he found all of the benefits of not drinking anymore. Yeah. So he wrote, 689 days ago, I made a decision. I stuck to it and I'm really proud of myself. I wasn't at a point where I had a drinking problem, but I was just being a bleep jerk. And being a person I didn't want to be. I said things I shouldn't and did things I would have never done sober and I had to own up to those. So I want to encourage you, whoever might be considering quitting drinking, that you should. Life is so much better. Sleep better. Feel better. Be better. I'll be your supporter and I'll cheer you on. Wow. Okay. Maybe I'd like to know if he's not as sassy as he used to be. That's what I was just going to say. Jake Owen has this reputation of being yeah sassy just a little jerkish yeah spicy spicy yeah like i'm sure he is a nice guy (laughs) i'm sure he's a ton of fun to hang out with but he's definitely got a bit of an attitude yeah and i wonder if this is one of the things that he's pointing at because also in of the these instagram stories he mentioned like a lot of you reading this right now if you know me personally you've probably been offended by me at some point yep and that's so like to be able to say that that's a huge statement remy you've met him yeah a few times several times yeah yeah he's always been very uh very spicy but i just always attributed that to you know there are people in your life that are just like that and that's fine that's just who they are right and they, mean, they they mean no offense by how they act, right? That's just how they do it. That's just what they, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. Maybe maybe he is a little less on the uh, saucy side now. But either way, he is happier. So that's all that matters. And um, even though country is obviously known for songs about liquor, Jake Owen's not the only A-lister who has experienced or shared their experience of being sober. Like Tim McGraw, Keith Urban... 
Chris Jansen. Charles Kelly. Charles Kelly's a big one recently. So I think it's important to say that, you know, even though it's a big part of country music, it's not all that it's about. And even though we have things like Red, White, and Booze weekends here, we know that country music stands for a lot more than that. So congrats to Jay Gowen. And anybody who's taking inspiration from him, go for it. Remy and Casey. How long did you have your first college roommate? If you didn't go to college, how long did you have your first roommate period 314-699-4766 let us know on the text line because it's not abnormal for that to be a very short period of time yeah casey in college uh your roommates did you have the same ones for a long time or did they switch around we had like i had like three there were four of us in a room when i first got to school and i'll say One of those roommates I kept all four years, and she and I are still super close. Another one of those roommates, we ditched and ran as fast as we could after one semester. <laughs> like, you really get to know people well Yeah. when you're living with them. I know a lot of times people will, like, kids will go from high school to college. They'll go to the same school. Like, best friends will go to the same school, but then they start living together. I had one of those, too. I went to school with a girl. I gra- or I was roommates with a girl I graduated with. Yeah. How'd that go? Well, we're not really. We don't talk anymore. <laughs> Just be beware if you're going to the same yeah. school as your best friend. Maybe don't it's, room it's, with them. It, yeah. The rumors are true. It's what touchy. they say is true. Uh, it's funny because as I look back on my college career, I went to Illinois State University and was going to be in a dorm, had a, had a roommate picked out, a guy from high school. We weren't best friends, but we knew that we were going to the same school. Uh-huh. We figured we'd rather do that. Um, I ended up getting into the dorm and then I was the roommate that left. <gasps> you I left? was the guy. Yeah. Why? Because it didn't make any sense for me to stay in a dorm when I could just stay with my parents. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. My parents lived like a mile away. We didn't have a ton of money. And so I was just like, you know, I could save everybody a lot of money by not living in a dorm when my actual bed is less than a mile from my house. I agree in the sense of like, um, (laughs) save that money, make good decisions when you're 18 and, you know, choosing whether or not you're going to move in or commute or whatever. Yeah. But as an 18 year old, I can't imagine anybody else saying like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to just go back to my parents' house. (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. I will say that uh, there are a lot of kids that are still paying for college at this point, and I'm not. So that is nice. That's true. Um, But I I still think I had a decent college experience. I didn't have the full college experience, that's for sure, Uh living on campus and that kind of thing. But uh, I want to know, how long... Did you have your first roommate in school? Let us know. Or crazy stories. Oh, I love those. 314-699-4766. How long did you have your first college roommate? 314-699-4766. That is the text line. This one says, uh, not school related, but my best friend and I finally went on a girl's trip together and she was a completely different person. And she ended yeah. up, and, and she ended up leaving, and we didn't talk for two years. Mm-hmm. Isn't that crazy? 
You really get to know someone quick. Wow. Uh, from the 314, my roommate dropped out of college within a week of moving. We were friends before, too. Uh, from the 314, I went to SLU. My first roommate was with me for a total of 48 hours. She just wanted to go home like Remy, I guess. Mm. Uh, it was great for me because I got a room to myself for an entire semester. Yeah, That's that huge. does rock. That's awesome. Uh, from the 636, not sure anybody could top this. I had three roommates in the first three weeks at my dorm at Mizzou. First one didn't like me. Second one was homesick. A third one stuck around. So there you go. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, there are definitely some crazy stories behind college roommates. Yeah. And uh, lots lots of change happening when you're 18, you're moving out of the house. Yeah, you a lot don't of things know, going like, on. You don't know who you are to begin with, much less like when your parents aren't there to remind you to like do the laundry or the little things. And then suddenly there's multiple 18-year-olds there and things are yeah. disgusting and wild. <laughs> if you have some fun roommate stories. Back to school uh, season is happening right now. Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. Lace them up. It's time for sports with Remy and Casey. Heartbreaker for the Cardinals last night in Tampa. They lost four to two. Miles Michaelis had almost seven innings of solid pitching and it kind of fell apart after they took him out. So what are you going to do? You know? I feel like that bullpen has kind of uh, been the problem all year, amongst other things, of course. They'll take on the Rays again tonight. First pitch at 540. I feel like sports news is super slow this week. Yeah. Has been for the last couple weeks, to be honest. If the Cardinals would, you know, be a better team, it would be more fired up about baseball. Steph Curry, have you seen this? Yes. <laughs> Turned into an emo boy at the Paramore concert. On Monday, joining the band on stage and belting out misery business. And I think he did a pretty good job. Steph Curry was a Paramore fan. Love it. Right? Even just the way he was dressed, you could tell he was there yeah. to party. He was there to play the part. He took his wife. They were celebrating their 12-year anniversary. Uh, they went to Greece, and then went on their way back, they went to the Chase Center after landing back on U.S. soil. Uh, I don't know. If you're a Steph Curry-type celebrity, right, and you go to a show like that, do you kind of anticipate... That something's going to happen. Like you're backstage, you talk to the artist, they're like, you want to come on stage? You know, that kind of thing happens like every single show you go to. <clears throat> I don't know. I want to say no just because like we've seen St. Louis celebrities at shows. Steph Curry's just in his own league. Like Steph Curry is the top blank percent of American athletes. So maybe he thinks that, but I, I don't think no. Gotcha. You don't think if Lars Newbar was at the show? Well, it's just, I remember standing like in the pit with all the blues players yeah. for Morgan Wallen last year. Yeah. And I remember being like, shouldn't you guys be like behind the stage or something? But um, yeah, I think for someone of Steph Curry's caliber, he probably has like Paramore's people hitting him up saying, oh my gosh, I heard you were coming. Do yeah. you think you would want to? I don't know. Brett Hull on stage with Morgan Wallen might actually be a lot of fun. I see. I'm not disagreeing. We might have audio clips for years if that were to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 WIL.
What was that? <laughs> it was a Wednesday off clap. Sorry. A lot has happened in the fate of Elvis's estate since Lisa Marie Presley's death at the beginning of the year. But things are finally starting to settle in the hands of not Priscilla Presley, but her granddaughter and daughter of Lisa Marie, Riley Keough. So... Riley's finally, I think, grown up enough. And now that her mom has passed and some time has passed, I think she's able to actually start speaking out and talking about growing up as a Presley and how that was for her. I think it's kind of hard when your mom is still alive to be there for it because a lot of it has to do with her stepdads. Yeah. And she told Vanity Fair, I've had some wild stepfathers, famous and not famous. And you could start with Michael Jackson. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I always forget about this. I know. Okay. So she goes on to say, my whole childhood was very extreme. I can see in hindsight how crazy things look from the outside, but I had real love for Michael. I think he got a kick out of being able to make people happy in an epic way. And he and my grandfather had that in common. I spent more time at Neverland than I ever did at Graceland, to be honest. Wow. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. They weren't married for that long either, uh, Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie. Well, he had a whole Ferris wheel and everything. I'd be attracted to it if I was a kid. You know, he (laughs) makes it look so fun. Cotton candy machine. Let's go. Then after Michael Jackson, her mom married Nicolas Cage. Yes. Which just feels like a whole 180. And she even revealed that back in the day, day... Her grandma, Priscilla Presley, dated the family patriarch, Robert Kardashian, of the Kardashians. That's, uh, and and this Riley girl's normal? Yeah. I mean, from what I can tell. (laughs) For the most part. So Riley is the granddaughter of Elvis and Priscilla. She's 34 years old now, and she's really in the limelight right now. Not just because of what her family's going through, but because she's starring in that new series, Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh. And she even revealed to Vanity Fair that she secretly had a baby last year who she named Tupelo. If you've seen the Elvis movie, you know why that's a nod to her grandfather. Okay. So. So it was up in the air as to who got the estate, correct? Who got the estate. And a lot, I, you know, I really don't know what goes along with, quote, an estate. So it's it's all falling on her. But it is going, I think it's going to her. I think it was falling upon Priscilla. Yeah. And then people had to get involved and be like, wait, 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 wait. Technically, Riley is the yeah. heiress to all of it. The estate is everything. That's the money. That's the brand. Mm-hmm. That's the house. Mm-hmm. Is houses. She is officially the owner wow. of Graceland. That's crazy. And everything else. Woo! Yeah, so wild stuff. That's a lot of stuff. She's gonna have a book to write someday. (laughs) Yeah. Once she is, you know, the eldest of the family or the only one left. Real news is lame. This is unprofessional news on 92.3 WIL. Gosh, I feel like, you know, they always add drama in the HGTV renovation shows. Yeah. You know, they buy a house for $500,000. They'll rip out a wall and they're like, yeah. look at that. It's Goes bees. the commercial, yeah. comes back, shiplap. <laughs> Who cares? Yeah. Uh, or some sort of like termite damage or, you know, broken pipes, things like that. It's always something extreme. Or not. In this case, I feel like this is kind of extreme. A woman in Tennessee doing a bathroom renovation. Place is all torn up, including a hole in the floor. 
where I'm assuming maybe a toilet was at one point. I think I saw this on TikTok. A few days ago, she woke up to a sound coming from the bathroom. Walked in and there was a random dog sticking its head through the hole. <laughs> it was it's the craziest thing you've ever seen because there's a woman just standing in a room and there's a hole in the hardwood floor and yep. just a golden retriever's head sticking right up through it. <laughs> just saying hi. But the best part about it is that like you know how you can tell, I don't know, when they pull dogs out of frozen lakes or you know, things like that, the dog is distressed. This dog is like, what's up? This dog is so excited. <laughs> it just found it just found its new neighbor. Uh it seemed fine. Although obviously she was worried about it being stuck because she had no idea where it came from or how it got underneath the floor. I don't know how homes in Tennessee are. I don't think they have basements, but I could be wrong. I think they do. There's not like it's inland, you know. Yeah, depending on depending on the soil, they the dog might have been able to get under the house, like in the crawl space. That's what I was imagining. Like pop the head up there. Uh, the good news is that she found the dog's owner. Her name is Lulu, and her favorite food is cheese. No, the dog that is not the owner. It's still unclear how the dog got under the house in the first place, but the homeowners think Lulu may have been looking for shelter from the rain. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. I had a cat once who accidentally got out, and we found him the next day underneath the neighbor's crawl space. Gotcha. But um, that's really funny. The video is hilarious, and the dog, it's not its not anything, um, like you said, the dog's not distressed at all. Yeah. It's like, hey, when'd you get here? <laughs> Remy and Casey. Were you in a sorority or a fraternity in college? How was your experience? 314-699-4766. Let us know on the text line. I bring this up because of the amount of off-air conversations that Casey and I have had about the amount of dances that happen on TikTok these days with every sorority during Rush Week. I think you're just being targeted with it, but it is it is like a big cultural movement whenever Rush Week started going viral. Yeah. It's... If you're not involved, it looks like a whole nother culture you have never seen before. <laughs> I think it started, I don't know, maybe two, three years ago with the sorority cheers, the chants or whatever they have, where you'd open the door and there'd be like 15. 80 girls yeah, there. Just, they're just like in your face doing their cheer. And then it evolved into this whole dance routine thing where... I don't know, maybe eight to 10 girls are out front doing a dance and then the rest of the sorority are in the back just doing a little cheer thing. It's so elaborate. They have like matching outfits and houses are huge and it's very like a bring it on, yeah. cheer off at each other to show who's the best sorority or I guess get freshmen to want to rush. I don't know. So you cheered in college, Casey. Yeah. If you would have went to a university that was more known for Greek life, would you have joined a sorority? I don't think so. Perhaps if I wasn't a student athlete, I think having like a team already, you already had like, you know, you had friends on campus and you yeah. knew you were going to get to know people regardless. But, and this is no offense. Here comes the offense. Here comes the offense. I can't. I can't fathom paying to be in a club. Okay. When I'm already paying that much for school. I think somebody would argue that, well, you got to live in a dorm anyway. 
if you're if you're living away from home or whatever, you're gonna live in a dorm and you're gonna have to pay it. So you might as well pay for friends at that point, or pay to be around like-minded people. Or I could just hang out with girls. That's true. Or I could just have friends. I don't know. And I think it does look so much fun. And I think, um, you know, it looks very elaborate and exciting. Yeah. And. I'm just not that girl. <laughs> it never really appealed to me either, uh, being in a sorority. So right, um, but no, I would hope like the fraternity life never really appealed to me. I don't know. I also lived at home. So. Hashtag brotherhood. <laughs> Hashtag brotherhood. Now I could see the gingerbread man being in a in a fraternity. I you know what. He I was? can kind of see that too. Yeah. He wasn't. Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. Were you in Greek life in college? We were just talking about this because it's like all these sororities from the southern states, specifically Alabama right now, I feel like all you see is nothing but like rush dances Bama in front rush. of their house. Have a great day. Not just a good day. If you know, you know. <laughs> yes. Uh, so we did get some text messages from the 618. I went to U of I in Champaign, Greek life was huge there. Yes, I joined a sorority because that's one of the options you're hit over the head with as a freshman. It wasn't for me, but I stuck it out. I don't know what I don't know what Greek life was like before social media, but you mentioned TikTok. We were forced to make content in a positive light, of course, about our sorority. It is a business after all. Got out my sophomore year, didn't look back. Wow, that's yeah. a new perspective. It is a business after all. We yeah. weren't in one, so we don't really know how it goes. Yeah, I, man, I dated a sorority girl in college, mm-hmm. and yeah, there's a lot of that, like, the money side of things where yeah. they got to make the money. Uh, from the 314, I'm a Mizzou grad. I was a Kappa Kappa Gamma, and nobody liked us because we were the best. I loved every second of it. Still friends with all of my sisters to this day. There you go. <laughs> Kappa Kappa Gamma. I don't know anything about the sororities on Mizzou's campus. I but. don't know any. When people are like, and what were you? And what were you? <laughs> I'm like, how do you even? I don't even know. It's It feels very ash. Like when people are like, oh, you're such a cancer. Oh, you're such a Kappa Kappa Gamma. It all feels the same to me. Just throwing out Greek letters, whatever. Yes. Uh, Let us know about your Greek experience on campus. 314-699-4766. WIL Traffic. Do you remember that show on ABC Family? It was called Greek. Oh, yeah. I never watched that, but I wonder how accurate it was. Yep. Remy and Casey. All right, we got Lindsay in St. Louis on the phone. Going to help Casey through the big three today. You want to go ahead and give a spin to that? Spin It's a good spin. Solid spin. Oh, not a good game. Mm. We're going to play things you, you should probably know. First and third grade edition. My kids are going to be in first and third grades this year, so all those questions should be totally doable, I think. Back to school season. We... We'll see. You can go to Lindsay for one of these questions if you get hung up on it. And she's going to guess how many she thinks you got right at the end. Casey, are you ready? Yes. Question number one. Name three of the four basic types of human teeth. Lindsay. (laughs) Straight off the bat. Can you name any? What is it? I'm sorry. Name three of the four basic types of human teeth. Um, like wisdom teeth, molars, canines. I'm going with Lindsay. Those are the three? Yep. Okay. Here we go. Question number two. What device do scientists use to measure earthquakes? 
Is it a seismograph, a timber meter, or a barometer? Yeah, I don't know. They all sound right. Don't they? Like, they all sound right. What's the middle one? Timber meter. <clears throat> I'm going to say a, well, what is a seismograph? What's a barometer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a seismograph is the answer. Final? Okay. Final? Yep. Okay. Question number three. When thinking about our solar system, what is the correct order of the planets starting from nearest to the sun? That's so annoying. <laughs> it's not. Can you can you say that one more time? Tell me the order. Tell me the planets in order nearest to the sun, starting with nearest to the sun. Oh, starting. I thought you meant like starting backwards. No, no. Um, gosh, I really. This was a long time ago, wasn't it? Okay, you have the sun, then you have Mercury, then you have Venus. Which comes first, Earth or Mars? Venus, Mars, Earth. Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, sometimes Pluto. Depends who you ask. All right. We go to Lindsay. Man, where is Mars? <laughs> um, I'm supposed to say in order? No, no. no. We're, oh. just, we're just, we're just going to ask you at this point, how many questions do you think Casey got right out of three? Two. The first and third one. I got one, only one, right? The first and third ones are, there's some partials. Run through it. There's some partials. Uh, number one, name three of the four basic types of human teeth in your mouth. There's the canine, the incisor, premolar, and molar. Oh my gosh. Who knows that? Apparently. Your first or sec third grader it's, it's don't on a test. know that. It's on a test. It's on a test. For who, dental school? <laughs> Pre-pre-dental school. Number two, you did get right on a guess. Seismograph, an instrument that measures and records the details of earthquakes, such as force Holler. and duration. What did the other two do? Timber meter know? is nothing. I made that up. What if I went with that? And the barometer measures barometric pressure. It's a weather thing. It's just cute. Number three, solar system. Mercury. Venus. Earth. Uh, Earth is third. Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Uranus. Yeah, Neptune, Pluto. Neptune. And the dwarf planet, Pluto, which is not included. I still count him. Yeah. We all do. He's been around. We all do. Let him hang. Jeez. Anyways, Lindsay still gets those tickets. Abysmal. Yeah. Lindsay, you're still going to Carly Pierce. That's the good news. Woohoo. <laughs> <laughs> I will ask dentists, are wisdom teeth just molars? And when did you learn that? Because I bet it wasn't third grade. Bringing Nashville to St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. What to do when you have a split sports team household and you have kids? How do you decide who the kids root for? Fall is coming up. And for Thomas Rhett and his wife, Lauren, that means their deep-rooted rivalry, sorry, between Thomas Rhett's Georgia Bulldogs and Lauren's Tennessee Volunteers. Oh, uh, yeah. It's all about to resurge. They did Southern Living's, uh, like, football issue this year. 
and talked about what it was like to be living in a house that's kind of divided. Despite being on different ends of the field when it comes to game days, the, pa the pair can still appreciate each other's dedication, so they left it up to fate to decide which fandom their daughters were going to be a part of. Keep in mind, they have four daughters, like all under the age of seven. Yeah. So before Ooh. they even welcomed their first one, Willa Gray, they decided they had to figure out what team she was going to be a part of. They were all Tennessee Volunteer fans. And uh, I don't really feel like I have a say. But let me, before let me, let me stop you there. Well, before our kids were born, there was one there was, was in a particular okay. game that me and Lauren bet on. Okay. And it was like if so and so wins this, then our, you know, kids would be Tennessee balls. And if they lost this, then they would be Georgia Bulldog fans and I lost that bet. So You lost the bet, so Willa Gray was a Tennessee Falls fan. A few years later they had Ada James. They decided to make another bet to see which team she belonged to. Still the balls. Tennessee wins again. Now there are four kids in and the house is overwhelmingly orange. That's hilarious. I always feel like, at least for my children, they always side with my wife anyway. Yeah. So that's probably how that would have gone. <laughs> I assumed the same thing. I was like, I think the fact that it's just mom's team has a lot yeah. to do with it. I think I'm becoming the father, though, that lets them do whatever they want. Like you're the good cop? Yeah, my wife went to the she went to the grocery store to pick up some milk and just random things the other day. And both of my kids approached me. They're like, hey, dad, can we watch our iPads right now? And I was like, I don't care what you do. They're like, oh, my gosh, dad's going to let us watch our iPads right now. Gosh. I'm that guy, apparently. <laughs> but they still side with her. Mm. Whatever. You know, it's a mom thing. That must be why all four of the Aikens, Thomas Rhett Aikens' daughters, all side with the Tennessee Vols. Because I think overwhelmingly, they don't have a better... I think Georgia usually wins over them. Yeah, I'm not 100% on that, but yeah. I think you might be right. Anyway, I posted the entire video of them explaining this. It's very funny. Remy and Casey. Have you ever purchased something that an artist or a celebrity came out with? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. Anything for you offhand, like Casey? Like other than music? It could be any products they've been, like, I think of, I instantly think of the Kardashians and oh, the makeups like and all the, the things. The the tequila, yeah. the Good American Jeans, Selena Gomez, Rare Beauty, Ariana... Yes. Her beauty line. Have you purchased anything because a celebrity influence you to do so? No. Not off the top of my head. And I think that might be a little surprising, especially with like the case keeping up with Casey bit. I feel like it I seem like I'm right in that demographic. Yeah. Um but no, I don't think I've done that. You never bought any Kardashian makeups or anything no. like that? Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um Miranda Lambert has collaborated with Gibson, the guitar company. Oh yeah. And she has created her own custom version of their Hummingbird acoustic guitar, which is a really well-known, nice acoustic guitar. Her model is called the Miranda Lambert Bluebird. And it's got a cool blue bonnet, lacquer finish, a Bluebird pick guard. I'm going to look now. Yeah, it's a really cool guitar. And if it's based on the Hummingbird acoustic guitar, that's a lot of country artists use that specific guitar. So you can get them but they're like $4,600. This is $4,600? <laughs> yeah. I'm looking at it now and I'm like, okay, yeah. it's cute for sure, but that's a lot. I mean, Gibson's probably one of the better brands of guitars you can buy. Uh, it's going to be expensive if you get up into this echelon of guitar. And I'm just wondering if, because it, it's so unique, I don't know if I would purchase this. You know what I mean? No. Like, I, I, don't, I don't know. You'd have to be a really big Miranda Lambert fan 
and a guitar enthusiast as well to purchase this guitar, I think. Yeah, so I'm looking it up right now, and I mean, Gibson is, for sure, they're... It's a really good brand, so you're going to be paying a couple grand yeah. for a guitar from them anyway. But what did you say? $4,600? Yeah, it's like $4,600, $4,700. That's just, I don't think I can do it. Even if I was like a real big Miranda Lambert fan, I would have to be like playing every day. Like I'm going to yeah. go show this thing off or I've got like a Miranda shrine in my house. <laughs> but mm, I don't know. Yeah, I would say they would probably do better with this if it was a limited edition because you would make it more of a collectible item. You right. know what I mean? Yes. And Miranda Lambert, obviously, she's, you know, she's going to go down in the Hall of Fame as done some really awesome things in country music. Uh, but yeah, $4,600, probably five grand out the door. I don't know if I'd purchase this, but I've purchased some weird things from influencers before. Like I mean, what? I, I, I will say I, I purchased the Florida Georgia line pecan whiskey. Okay, that's done different. That. That's okay. Uh, I follow this guy named Tim Ferriss and I listen to his podcast every once in a while and I was really into it for several years and he was he was peddling this coffee that's made out of mushrooms. I remember this craze. Yeah, and I, so I bought a whole bunch of mushroom Gosh, coffee. You weirdo. It's the weirdest tasting in what, coffee 2018? in the what, 2018? That was a strange time. It's so weird. It's like, it was almost like a coffee, but like it tasted like like a like a mushroom like pizza. It's gross. <laughs> so weird. Now that I think of it, I did. I used to. I had bought a Taylor Swift perfume once, and I also there you go had a Justin Bieber perfume. Nice. Justin Bieber made perfume. Yeah. I had Michael Jordan cologne back in the day. Ooh, yeah. Balling out here. What is it for you? Let us know on the text line 314-699-4766. What is that thing you purchased because an influencer told you to purchase it? We were talking about this kind of jumping off of this whole Miranda Lambert guitar collaboration that she's got with Gibson right now. She's got her own Bluebird guitar, which is nice. It's like a blue guitar. It's got a little Bluebird on the on the pick guard. Well, it's $4,600. Yeah, and for that <laughs> price, it's not as cute as I expected it to no, be. No, but I feel like there are people that have purchased a lot of products from a lot of influencers at a large price. From the 618, I bought the Mr. Beast chocolate from Walmart. They are fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> Interesting. It is okay. Uh, from the 314, Disney makes makeup palettes based on characters. I have them all. There you go. Uh, is that your wife? On the uh, other I end of don't that? know. I feel like she might have one of these. I feel like she would. I forget what they like. Uh, I don't know if they have like a princess one or like a Magic Kingdom one where it's like all the colors of that. Mm-hmm. Like, is Place. there a, like a villain one? I don't, I don't know. know. Uh, from the 573, bought a $500 photography backpack because a YouTuber was selling them. Mm, there you go. $500 for a backpack. They'll get you, those influencers. Ooh. What is it for you? Let us know on the text line, 314-699-4766. It's Remy and Casey's Hometown Heroes. Brought to you by Air Comfort Service Heating, Cooling, and Insulation. Schedule your AC system check now. Visit aircomfortservice.com. Today we say thanks to Cooper Borders, nominated by Jordan Reibling. Cooper Borders is the fire captain of Hollywood Heights Fire Department. He's always helpful to his community and his family. He is a father to two boys, six and one, and he has missed a lot of events for every call to his community. But his family couldn't be happier for him. Cooper. 
Jordan sent a request song for you. She sent Fast Car. Luke Combs is on 92.3 WIL. Everybody's thinking about rain today as the storm comes in. We're kind of watching. It doesn't look like anything major is going to happen. But why would you want to think about rain when you can think about snow? How about some snow? Why would you be moody when you can shake your booty? <laughs> I don't want to think about snow, Remy. Well, uh, December 2nd is Jingle Fest and anything can happen in December. Uh, it's most likely going to be ice, let's be honest. Uh, yeah, we've canceled because of that before. <laughs> yeah, we don't want to do that again. But Jingle Fest tickets are on sale. We've got Lee Bryce, Randy Hauser, Priscilla Block. It's going to be an awesome show. The 20th anniversary of Jingle Fest. So if you've been to a bunch of these, maybe you've been to all of them, it's time to get your tickets at 923WIL.com. It's Remy and Casey on the way out today. Tomorrow is a Friday light. Is it? Yeah, it is. It's yeah. also the day I get my wisdom teeth out of them. Oh my gosh, the way that Remy has been absolutely dreading getting his wisdom teeth taken out, it's always talked about all week long. Man, who wouldn't though, you what know? Are, no, what is the biggest fear here? The getting put out, like getting the IVs in your hand and the anesthesia or having the teeth pulled? I told or... you, it's the whole It's the whole like pre-op thing. It's the it's the vibes, it's the sterileness. What if they the turn down the smell? lights a little bit and lit a candle? <laughs> Then would you All just right. let him go for it? Yo, we're going to take these teeth from your mouth. Is that okay with you, Remy? Okay. I'm also afraid of what I'm going to say when I wake up. <laughs> yeah, last time I was on anesthesia, whew, it yeah. was not great. I do have my wife on camera duty, so that'll be good. That is um, good. We'll be on the show tomorrow, and then having the surgery, taking Friday and potentially Monday off. So. Which means Casey gets a couple vacation days. Yes. Holla back! <laughs> uh, we had a lot of fun on the show today. We talked about roommates and college. It was very college-oriented today. Uh, Greek life, all the stuff from Rush Week in the South and how that has just taken over TikTok and yeah. social media with all the dancing and things like that. But uh, if you want to participate in any of that, text message 314-699-4766. If you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will be back tomorrow for a Friday light. Goodbye. Goodbye. Find Remy and Casey on Instagram at 923 wil